Hello and welcome to the Day Oasis podcast. This is Barbara Dale and today I am recording my first show in my fancy new home studio. I was able to move the recording equipment into my home and I'm so excited and I really like it and it feels good. So I'm just here to remind you that streamlining and simplifying may be what you're looking for in your life because I had this revelation this morning that it's not that I want to make more money, I want less output. (laughs) So I'm streamlining and simplifying and it feels good. So anyways, I just wanted to record a little intro to what you're about to hear. I recorded this episode with Bella Leachy, who is my dear friend Lori's daughter, my friend Lori that passed away a few months ago, who was the original producer of this show. And listening back to it, because I recorded it maybe a week and a half ago, I am just so blown away at how grounded and uplifted Bella is. She's 19 years old and just lost her mother to cancer and very suddenly her whole world got flipped upside down and she is just handling it so beautifully so please enjoy our conversation and enjoy the messages that we both are very aligned with so have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time and sending peace and love and ease and grace namaste Welcome to the Day Oasis podcast. This is Barbara Dale, and I'm sitting here with Isabella Leachy. <laughs> <laughs> Bella's my uh, dear friend Lori's daughter, my friend that passed away a few months ago, and she was the producer of this show originally. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sitting in Day Oasis, and I'm about to uh, leave for the last time. I, uh, at the recording of this show, I haven't published the episode yet where I talk about shutting it down, but Bella came to uh, pick up some things that we wanted to give her, and I thought, wait, we should record some. For the one last time, yeah. 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 I feel honored. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, no, we were talking a lot about just letting go and loss in any spectrum you know how Mm. devastating that can be for somebody and how the your ego just can't comprehend you know the lack of normalcy in that for both of us Mm -hmm. um you losing your best friend and (laughs) bella's 19 oh yeah i'm a baby she's 19 (laughs) and lost her mom and Lori's uh diagnosis uh to the day she passed was six weeks so it was fast and furious and sudden and no one really had time to prepare especially Bella who was getting ready to go off to college and move to Florida Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so a little bit about me for background I was living in Spain and then my mom got diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and I moved home and I was going to pack up my stuff and go down to Florida and carry out my college experience that's what I thought I was going to do (laughs) and then I pivoted and I became a caretaker of sorts 
Um, and I kind of set myself up to have this year off of school so that I could be yeah. with her. Obviously, you know, it only lasted six weeks. Right. And so a lot of change really quick, really quick. Um, I'm super adaptable, though. I like to say it's because I'm a Gemini, but I think that's just how I, I was too. born. I am too. Really? When's your birthday? June 4th. Okay, I'm June 20th. I didn't know that. I feel like, so a little background, which I I may have talked about this before on another episode. Lori and I were best friends in high school, like inseparable and even after high school, but you know, we were in and out of each other's daily lives, I should say. We've always been, you know, soul sisters and we had just reconnected. <sighs> and you got it. Girl. Well, I was just saying, like, I, I know we we're connected for a reason as we're sitting here talking. I think it was for you, for me to be here, for you. Like, Bella and I, she could totally be my daughter. We don't look anything like, but no. we have so much in common. So much. Yeah. And I was, we were just talking about her life and where she's going to go. And I said, well, if you, if you don't know, it's because it's not it. That's what I say all the time. And then if you spend too much time trying to figure it out, it takes you out of the flow of what's supposed to be. And I just said, you know what? You're 19 years old. Uh, do what lights you up and take your time in finding out what that is. I mean, me being 55, I'm 54. What? I just aged myself. I'm 50. <laughs> Don't round Wait, it up. Wait, no, I'm no, 54, no. but with age, you, you know, gotta round down. <laughs> I just met the love of my life last year with Chris, and like I, I spent a lifetime, 30 years of wanting that, and I finally have it, and it really put things into perspective. Actually, it started with your mom dying. Sorry, we're at the building, and there's there may be beeps and random noises, and <laughs> but. And then, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, my friend Cynthia, she's my mentor in L.A., she, she's the same thing, got, she's dying. Oh, like, my God. She's dying. I actually found out about it right before the last workshop. I'm like, so read the sorry. email and had to come, in, come up and teach. But it's like, things like that just put everything into perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that we're having this conversation because one of the things that I felt like I that I'm supposed to do is to reach like your generation and and like if you can understand at a much younger age it's like you can waste some you can save, save save so much time and heartache and pain and struggle and whatever it is because if you pay attention to your heart and the messages that are presented to you because it's all there just have to listen. You have to listen. And I feel like your mom was such a giver and a caretaker. And I want to make sure you don't fall into those same patterns because ultimately another thing, like a big focus of my book and of my teachings is that there's a metaphysical root cause to every illness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I read this other or listened to this other audio book that really made me think of your mom that she was she had cancer mm -hmm. and she was she she realized that she'd rather die than have to make a decision or leave it was this her situation was her marriage to leave her husband because she was she had a lot of obligation taking care of a lot of different people including mm -hmm. her two of her sister's kids which which I know your siblings and it's a beautiful thing I used to tell her all the time how selfless she is so selfless but she would say I have to yep 
I'm like, but you don't have to. If you want to, that's amazing. But just that frequency of being obligated, whether you want to or not, just puts a different um, damper, different feeling on it. It's a different frequency, definitely of obligation versus inspiration. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just did a show about that. I think it is even called that. It was inspiration inspiration. versus desperation Mm. and doing things because you want to, not because you feel you had, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to switch the, I have to, to the, I get to, Mm. Mm -hmm. I get to choose, right? You do get to choose. You get that choice in life. And like you're saying, my mom never thought of it in in those terms. It was, Mm. I have to, I have to. I, the, the world put me in this position. I have to do this, you know, and she kind of let everything weigh on her Yeah, a lot. And she carried it like a badass, you know, no, like she, you would have no idea that girl had that much going on in her life because she carried it so well. But I don't think I meant to carry those same things. Like you said, I am meant to be, I'm a very free spirited individual and I love really big and I love really hard, just like my mom, but uh, you can love really big and love really hard and offer support and not carry them on your back. Do you know what I mean? And so I have been given the opportunity to spend time with my family. And through those times after my mom passed away, instead of taking care of them and doing everything for them, which was so kind and an amazing act of selflessness on my mom's part, I have been teaching them the best ways that I can. I love that. And that goes for the little things like cooking, right? You know, mm-hmm. like you want to use salt, pepper, and olive oil for most things, you know, like those little <laughs> I things. Love that. And life then, skills. Like, life skills. Yeah, just giving right. them those life skills. She just did everything. She did right. everything. Yeah. And that, it can sometimes turn into martyr, mm-hmm. right? Which yeah. I'm not saying she was at all, but I mean, I could easily become something like that become right. a beacon of lost hope almost like yeah. they don't know what they're doing once yeah. I leave that's it and I didn't want that so I've been trying to take my mom's love and kind of spin it mm-hmm. into like I'm given the opportunity to help them but I can help them this far because I'm going to use the rest of the energy for myself right. you know and preserving my energy to heal a lot of the pain for all of us. You know, I think it'll be such a beneficial thing in the long run if all of us can take a deep breath and heal with one another and grow with one another instead of acting like everything's the same. You know, there is no sense of normalcy. If you try to pick up the broken pieces of glass, you're going to keep cutting your hands over and over again because that's not what the world wants. That's an amazing analogy. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> like, I, And I just talked about this building, which I it's like I've been bleeding out and I need to cauterize the wound. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. I was trying to pick, pick up, up the broken of pieces of glass in this space. Yeah. And I just kept getting cut. I, mm-hmm. that's a, I love that. That is what, what uh, the best analogy I've been able to find for loss, you know? And the ego wants you to pick up those pieces. And it's going to keep making you cut yourself. And then eventually you bleed out and you are at a complete loss. And I'm not saying I'm not at a complete loss. You know, losing your mother at 19 puts you at a pretty disadvantage. But it also has let me kind of connect to my my soul in a way that a lot of people my age just can't 
And like you said, you've been trying to connect to my age group. I'm trying to connect to my age group right. too because yeah, it's right. it puts you. I just feel so much older than I am. I feel like a very very old soul, you especially yeah. now. Yeah. And I think that's a blessing. You've I gone think, through a lot through your life too, like oh, just yeah. with, you know, Lori. I'm just talking to the audience now. Lori, Lori was a single mom with zero help, and then mm-hmm. she took in two of her sister's kids so she was raising three kids and taking care of her mom Mm -hmm. by herself and you know Bella like you um I'm the oldest by the way yes the oldest so I think there's a biological daughter yeah yeah so I think there's a lot of things that you experienced that you didn't even understand at the time Mm -hmm. but I think just um nurturing and being a caregiver is was programmed into your subconscious so it is who you are but you can handle it differently and like you were saying like you need to heal yourself and it's it's so amazing that you have the wherewithal to even know that because the frontal lobe isn't fully developed you're like 25 years old so to have that kind of rational thinking is really um impressive but another analogy that I have is that your heart is fully developed and your heart's so much more intelligent than your conscious brain. So by tuning in and tapping into your heart, I think that's where these revelations and inspirations are coming from, from the heart and listening to your angels and guides because you know it exists, you know it's there and you know to listen and you know what to pay attention to and you meditate and and do sound baths and do yoga and breathe because your breath is what connects your your body to your soul so sorry go ahead but I I feel like you should be an advocate for your generation I don't know I think maybe that might have something to do with my purpose here yeah Yeah, I love people so I do I have a lot of friends I'm not saying I'm struggling to make friends I have great friends it's more I'm struggling to connect with those people and through, I think that they look at me as like an inspiration and somebody that like is just a lot farther ahead and that kind of puts me at like they're not talking to me about like their everyday problems anymore mm-hmm. which is an interesting an interesting place because I was at their same place and then I kind of jumped ahead five steps right inheriting money yeah. and I won a car which let me tell you, manifestation is real. I met the most amazing man ever that's now my boyfriend. I won a car. I got a free trip to California. <laughs> and everyone and their mom was flying me out to come and visit them. And I don't say that to brag. I say that to let everyone know if you keep your mental capacity high because you're making time to stretch your body, move your body, stay in motion, taking time to breathe, to meditate, to clear your mind. You develop this space to cultivate whatever you want simply. And I know that's something that sounds like, okay, whatever you say, but seriously, it's true. And the more you keep saying, okay, whatever you say, the farther down the dark rabbit hole you go. Yeah. Yeah. I also believe in angels. Oh, and yes. I think your mom oh, yep. was pulling some strings Definitely. on the other side of the veil because you were the most important thing to her, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And I know that she was pulling strings. <laughs> she is doing everything she can to make sure that you're safe and taken care of. And But what you were just saying, it's like, 
when you like it's not enough to just say positive affirmations you really have to have to believe it like truly you can't fool your Your soul or your yeah or your mind well we think we can trick our conscious mind but the subconscious mind is a recorded tape of your entire life it doesn't have any opinion it doesn't care it's just recording what you've shown it and told it so to re-record over (laughs) and create new programs it comes with like serious uh, belief and faith Mm -hmm. more than effort you know if you have to effort too much if something's too hard it's not it and that's what I that's what prompted us uh, starting to record this episode is because she she was just saying she doesn't know what to do mm-hmm. like how long is it, when did your mom pass we're going on five months yeah five months girl so five it's fresh months. it's, it's super so fresh. fresh guys and um my mom was such a badass and she did so much like she had her own business she sold her own business she was a the number one production leader in her company and like she was a crazy workaholic so also in my subconscious as I've been working out is you don't always have to work to own your money being happy and being alive that's our birthright period and money will come to you when you need it simply and i know that's like in this world in this realm it's very hard to just believe that statement but the more you believe and the more you put power to the capitalism the more you get sucked into the rat race Mm -hmm. and so letting it flow like barb was telling me to just figure it out let it flow you know, like, don't... Don't figure it out. Don't figure yeah. it out. Let it flow. Let it flow. Sorry. Yeah. My apologies. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, that was stop me. trying to figure out. Stop trying to figure because it out. Because when you stop trying to figure it out, that's when the bigger, better, more aligned things come, come to you. And, you know, sometimes things are are hard, hard decisions. And you were thrown into something that you didn't have any say-so over. Mm-hmm. And I think of myself at 19. Oof. I, uh, I think you're an incredible soul and an incredible spirit and really handling this beautifully. It's it's really cool to see that you have this um, knowing. Like, you know she's there. She's probably sitting right on the other side. Seriously. You know? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I know. I feel it. I do. And I have that ability. Like, I've always had that kind of weird sixth sense. My dreams are crazy. Like, everything predicts itself, you know? I, yeah. I see things before they happen. And not in, like, oh, I have visions. No, I just have crazy dreams. And then a couple months later, I'm like, oh, that's exactly what happened. Wow, that's insane. Well, you're just seeing into a different dimension. Mm-hmm. That there are infinite timelines. Mm-hmm. And my philosophy is that, like, they can just be little tiny increments when you raise or lower your frequency to step into a different version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And the dreams that you're having, a lot of people, that's how they see a different timeline or a future version. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. I don't know. I feel like you need to write a book or do your own podcast. Yeah, seriously. Or travel and do like um, motivational speeches at high schools or something mm-hmm. or gr- loss, grief counseling. counseling. Yeah, because yeah, like, my gosh, like, you what can, I mean, you just it. when you said five, no, you, I'm talking about you. Like it, oh. it's only been five months and I wish y'all could see her sitting here. Like she's <laughs> just a beautiful soul. 
a beautiful person and thank you mama did a good job (laughs) i'm very grateful that my mom raised me because i feel very adequately supported you know for life like i have all the tools and the facets i need to be successful not that i'm not already because i think i am successful in my healing journey which is really my only goal right now you know what i mean (laughs) and honestly that is the most important thing of all Mm -hmm. none of the rest really matters Mm -hmm. it's all about healing yourself and coming into alignment with your soul Mm -hmm. and that's really if we can all just do that we'll be okay exactly so that's that's what i've been (laughs) right just be okay be okay what does being okay mean to me that was my first step right Mm -hmm. like what do I have to do to look back on my day and say, oh, I had a good day. That I feel okay, you know. I can take a deep breath and be content, you know, with what I've done. And so my definition of being okay was moving my body, you know, getting up out of bed, eating, eating well. I think gut health is highly linked to everything that goes on in your mind. Um, that is something that I've been learning more about is just nutrition you know what goes in your body is what flows through your body as well and so you just be conscious of that and so learning some more about nutrition that was making me feel okay you know spending time with people I love that is super healing um because the frequency of love is always going to be greater than anything else that is the highest frequency and so if you can bring yourself there you'll be okay you'll be okay and some people don't know how to do that they shut down you know in times of deep loss deep sadness it's just so overwhelming and it shuts people down but if you let it win you know you let it overtake you you are losing sight of the lesson in my opinion you know i didn't want to lose sight of the greater purpose here you know this could be a villain arc or it could be a hero story you know simply totally simply for everyone involved all my siblings me my family for any one of us if we choose to roll over and just let it consume us the dark parts of the world are gonna gravitate to you right because you're calling that frequency Mm -hmm. so i chose to do the opposite and it is a conscious choice whether you want to accept that or not it's hard for people to know oh I partially was in control of putting myself here. Some people don't want to take that right. responsibility. Absolutely. That is everything massive. we did to ourselves. Yeah. Whether you know we realize it or not, you're mm-hmm. manifesting positively or negatively, consciously or unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Energy and frequency and the laws of the universe are real, mm-hmm. whether you want to admit it or adopt it or not. It just is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the sooner people... Really? Can, yeah, just accept that it's quantum physics. It's literally quantum it's physics. I'm a proven. science major, so. Yeah. yeah so it's not it. like it's woo woo stuff that is opinion, it's fact. Mm-hmm. And I like to present things in, in that manner that it's science. Mm-hmm. Simply. Yeah, it's simply, simply science. Yeah. Yeah. And if that still doesn't make any sense to you, quantum physics is a great thing to learn, but it's a lot harder to learn than these simple resolutions, right? So sure, go ahead and dive into quantum physics, but you're going to take a long road back to where you start right now, you know? (laughs) Like if you can just... Right. To this present moment, which is all there is. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I think the world 
is beautiful and I think of every day as a gift. You know, my mom couldn't breathe, right? She couldn't walk. She couldn't do those things. And so I feel so blessed every day to walk, to breathe. And it really makes you take account of those simple, simple things. And yes, of course, I miss my mother every day. I miss her with everything that I do, but I also honor her with everything that I do, you know, and I keep her in mind. And it's painful to start and it'll probably be painful for a long time if anyone says it gets easier as time goes i don't know personally with losing a mother i don't always agree with that it's all about adapting continuing to adapt through it adjusting adjusting through the pain and seeing like i was saying honoring them how can you honor them because that's going to help in my opinion it helped me and so that's my best best advice for anyone that's losing anything it could be like you losing this space, right? Yeah. So how are you going to honor it? You created something new already, you know? You yeah. set that up for yourself. Right. And um, losing your dog, right? Making sure you still take those walks for you, you know? Little stuff. <laughs> Just little stuff. I don't know. It's so profound. I love it. <laughs> I try. I really do. <laughs> so anybody listening that has went through a loss, um, I just... I just think Bella can be uh, a little beacon of hope and inspiration. She's 19 years old and lost her mother five months ago. My best su- friend. Suddenly and no relationship with her father. Her nope. father. So, you know, to see this beautiful girl with so much hope is really inspirational to me. And I hope it's inspirational to you. So thanks for being here and thanks for doing this. This is, I just felt appropriate. So we actually had her mom's celebration of life here in this space. And Lori, her mom did my logo. And like I said, she was my producer. She was going to, we were going to do so many things together. And I vowed to her on her, on her deathbed that I still would. And it's just going to, on, to take a different form and maybe it has something to do with you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you'll see like, more of the two of us. I love the, uh, <laughs> I love the juxtaposition of the different generations and the different perspectives. Um, but I mean, you are well on your way and I love it. Thank you. Thank you. And we're looking at a sign right now and it says love is here. And I think that that is so perfect because love is everywhere. If you just choose to see it, like I was, I wanted to say one more thing because I was talking about how love is the highest frequency, right? And lean into that, lean into that. Some people have a really hard time leaning into that. It's, it's literally everywhere. I mean, I see it with the birds hanging around or even when the, when the leaves fell and how the trees still stand, you know, they're, they, everything is still there. And if you look at it in nature, looking at it in a full restaurant or in a grocery store, you know, like everyone's shopping for everywhere. Love everywhere. Love everywhere. Love everywhere. So just keep that in mind and try to keep it positive. It's hard. It's so hard, but you have to actively try. Well, but it's releasing that it should be hard, Mm -hmm. that it just, it is really natural. And if you can't find a big thing to love or be grateful for, then think of a little thing. I'm grateful for my breath. Yep. I'm Mm -hmm. grateful for the air. I love looking at clouds Mm -hmm. and the sun and the moon and the sky. Just things that don't cost anything, things that we often take for granted, 
because it doesn't matter if it's a little thing or a big thing, it's the same frequency. Mm -hmm. It's still love, it's still gratitude, it's still appreciation. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have to be... Um, like such a grand scale. Yeah. Like, like you don't only have to be grateful when you get your first million. Like no. Right. Like and that's that's so monetary. That right. is so egotistical. Right. And ener- money is a frequency. It's an energy also. Mm-hmm. And it's our attitude towards it and how we look at it, um, which uh, can interrupt the flow mm-hmm. or create the flow. Definitely. And know when it's time to move on. As I'm sitting here. Ready to move on. Yeah, when you know when a contract... Actually, it's another thing I heard recently that illness and disease is when you've stayed in a contract for too long beyond its purpose. Mm -hmm. Because I've always said, too, that the universe is going to give you signs to get your attention, to get you to make a change. And and it's going to get louder and more uncomfortable and more severe until you take a look and I feel like that with your mom mm-hmm. like she was mm-hmm. she was not willing to make any adjustments or ask for help ever or ask um, her boss to give her the money she deserves yep. sorry, sorry just gonna say it she worked her ass off and deserves so much more yes and she like, did in society I think in general we're always so afraid to rock the boat I also heard another thing last night from Louise Hay and an audiobook I just listened to that when you're saying no to something, if you change the perspective, is you're actually saying yes to yourself. Mm-hmm. And we are the most That's important awesome. person that. in our world and our universe, and that we are the center of our universe. And I think, I know I've done this the majority of my life. We spend so much time worrying about letting other people down and disappointing other people that we forget about ourselves and what's important to me and what do I want and what is best for my greatest good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom had a huge, huge issue with asking for help and really accepting her worth and accepting what she deserved and just yeah. taking what she could get. And uh, I think that's a massive issue just in this capitalistic rat race in general, making people feel small. And you are worth everything you desire simply. And you can either put in the effort to work for it or let it come to you. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that she definitely was worth a lot more. And it's a shame that she didn't see it. And so now I need to preach it all to you that right. you can all let it do come that. to you. Let it come I think to you. That's, that's the key there is let it come to you. Let yourself come into alignment mm-hmm. and set down the bag and get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. All right, my friends, thank you for listening. I am so grateful to have Bella here. And this is very symbolic that uh, we're about to shut down and shut the lights mm-hmm. out and. We're here together. Yeah. Moving on to the next phase, right? Yeah. So. Chapter two. Chapter two. Chapter, well. Three, four, five, or six. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Another chapter for the book, I like to say. Yes. And I will be adding a new chapter to encompass this whole, um, this whole portion of my life. Okay, my friends. Thanks for listening. Sending peace and love and ease and grace as always. Namaste. Namaste. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>